I really kill him. This is a presentation of Northeast Streaming Sports. Cowboy. Now these two former rivals have joined forces to bring you the most insightful, perceptive, and controversial sports talk podcast in America. Former Dallas Cowboys defensive end Jim Jeffcoat locks horns with former New York Giants wide receiver Byron Williams. Oh, and now here's Byron Nobody Williams here and Jim there. Jeffcoat. No or anything? What was going on? Byron, you with us? I'm with you. Okay, okay. I was worried. I it started off and I was about to waddle and everything, but speaking of the waddle, Miami. Miami. Miami, Miami making Miami. moves. Tyreek Miami makes Miami is making some moves like crazy. They said 72 guaranteed, but it's like 53.5 million that's guaranteed. Okay. But, but still Tyree Tyree yeah. Hill. Yeah. I mean, wow. you got one of the most dominant receivers in the league. In With fact, Waddle, they're going to be really – he's going to have to teach uh, Tyreek how to Waddle. Well, he definitely he definitely can do that. Now, will he have the same type of quarterback that get him the ball? That is the uh, good thing. Can he get the ball to him deep? Exactly. Because Tyreek can outrun most people. Yeah. But here's the thing that I'm asking, too, is they'll be playing on grass on the home games, will Tyreek be as effective on grass as he is on the artificial field turf, they call it. So I think he I think he should be okay. Yeah. He should yeah. be he should he he be able to move motor that motor them little legs and but, uh, get on down that field. But it's interesting because they got um Tyron Armstead from New Orleans. So they got a left tackle. Yeah, they um, they I thought that Miami's had a good did a good job in free agency. They, they, they moving up to, yeah, they getting they getting like a rating of an A. You know, they get they get some good players. Yeah, impact players. Yeah, just look this at the is, receiver. You got Cedric Wilson from Dallas. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They 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 gonna put some defensive backfield in some terrible situation if they can get the quarterback on, on the same page. Exactly. I think that, but here's the thing that you don't realize about Tua, and I didn't even realize this. Did you realize he has a better record than Herbert? Every quarterback in his draft, he has a better record than him. A lot of people, are, I didn't even realize that. I was reading that today. And then we talk about some of the quarterbacks that were in that draft, and yeah. he has the best record. Yeah, well, what I like about him mostly is uh, he's very competitive. I mean, once once he once he get comfortable with that offense and 
you know, now he got a year or two up on his belt. I think now it's just time for him to take it to the next level. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. It is. It is. And they did uh, some good things. They might have overspent a little bit yeah. in um, free agency. Uh, but if they make an impact, because I th- still think the Buffalo Bills are the team to beat in that division. But the Jets have made some moves, and the Jets were trying to get Tyreek too. <clears throat> and I still think they are. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I just think I think uh, Miami put themselves in a good position to, to, uh, to, make, to make it to the playoffs. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I agree with you. So they're they're making a move or trying to make a move, and we'll see and, what happens. Yeah, offense. We'll see. Uh, they spend a lot of money on the offensive side of the ball with the new coach, yeah. so yeah, we'll see what they can do. And they they the majority of the defensive players they kept, so yeah, and they brought in some new ones. So we'll yeah. see. But well, it's yeah. gonna be interesting. And right now, uh, if you look at it, nine of the top ten quarterbacks are in the AFC. We always got to put Tom Brady, obviously, in the top 10. But you look at the AFC, it's stacked. You got, not in no particular order, you got Mahomes. Yeah. You got, uh, obviously, um, uh, Derek Carr. Yep. I mean, you got that Wilson. whole division. Wilson. Yeah. I mean, that is a, shoot. And they got Herbert, Herbert man, before. Herbert will turn, he'll turn Herbert. the lights out on you. Yeah, you, we just talked about one division. I know. And then you go around the league. I mean, that's it. Barrows is on there. Yep. I mean, you look at it. I mean, uh, on the NFC side, you got obviously Matthew Stafford and Tom Brady. But right. that right. Prescott doesn't make it in the top 10. You don't think that, I thought that around eight. You think so? I, I think he's going to be okay. Oh, but there, but, there's. But they got he got he got some new receivers, so we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. We'll yeah. see. Well, he don't have no new receiver. He got a couple of receivers that left. Yes, and then uh, James Washington was the receiver they got. They brought back obviously Michael Gallup and yeah. uh, Noah Turner. They brought him back, and they brought back Schultz. And now yeah, they got okay, more yeah. Schultz, I like Schultz. Yeah, but um, like a lot of things that happened this week. Matt Ryan. Matt, Matt Ryan, Ryan. long time Atlanta Falcon, long time Atlanta Falcon, and he um he goes to the Colts, and this will be interesting. I think that that was a good pick. I really do think that. I don't think he'll be, you know, lights out, but they got Rivers at the end of his career, and he did a nice job for him. Rivers. Almost he, took him to the Super Bowl, exactly. And I think Ryan with the running game, he'll have the same effect. Yep. I don't know who he's going to throw to, but. Well, one thing about Matt Ryan, he's mature-minded. You don't see him making a whole lot of mistakes. That's exactly and, right. And uh, he gets the ball to his playmakers. Mm-hmm. He does. He does. So you got that, and it's Matty Ice. And then um, what happened after that is Marcus Mariota gets an opportunity to go to Atlanta with Arthur Smith. Smith, yeah. who coached him in Tennessee his last year, he was in Tennessee. So it's kind of this is an interesting time because you're seeing a lot more moving when quarterbacks ever than more than ever in the NFL. And as I mentioned on, on other shows mm-hmm. that on the sports network, Northeast Sports Network, is this 
I'm losing the feeling for it. You don't root for a team anymore. You root for a player. Yeah. Because you don't know how long. Now, even with quarterbacks, you don't know how long. You could have had a Russell Wilson Seattle jersey. Now you're going to have to find a, De a Denver jersey. Well, yeah. one of the things that you see, too, you see these coaches' changes and these coaches that have been players that they're comfortable with. And so, you know, either the head coach or the offense coordinator, the defense coordinator, bringing in players that they're comfortable with. Yeah. Yeah, so that's it. And then you see some good players that haven't found a, a job yet. I mean, yes. it's I was looking at the free agent list. It was it's about a hundred guys that still can come in exactly. and make some huge impacts on these teams. Yeah, um, Hopkins, DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, and they're, now they're getting on them for what Houston got from Tennessee to get DeAndre Hopkins. But he doesn't have a team. There was uh, rumors or suggestions that he should go to Philadelphia. I just don't think he'd be good for a Philadelphia locker room. Nah, nah, no. Nope. So uh, I would have to admit that uh, the AFC won that. But individuals don't win championships. Teams win championships. The best teams are going to win the championship, regardless. Um, we saw that last year. Yeah. Well, you know, when you when you talk about Marcus Mariola, you know, I think he's he he he'd have been on the bench long enough. Now he was a high uh, draft choice coming mm -hmm. out of college, and I think now you know he getting this chance. Maybe maybe this would be his time. Yeah. You know, maybe he's probably he said... twenty eight years old. Exactly. Uh, he's a seasoned guy, and 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 if it's his job to win, and if he can take it. And uh, like I say, Arthur Smith is a, uh, is a great coach. Uh, he, you know, he's probably one of the, the, the brainy coaches in, in the league that can really put the plays together. So let's see what Atlanta's going to be able to do. They got but the question is, is who's he going to throw to? Well, they only got Pitt for sure. They, yeah, they but only got Pitt other right than now. Pitt, a tight end. But yeah, yeah. The receivers is kind of um, a little bit uh, questionable. But they can bring they can bring back Julio Jones. That's true. That's true. But also, this is supposed to be a deep receiver draft. And you saw what Jamar Chase did last year. Yeah. And some of these young receivers, Waddle, we always talk about Waddle. Right. He did a good job and things like that. There's been a lot of um, interesting things going on in the NFL. And nobody's waiting now. They want to win now. And then everybody's, some teams, Yeah, everybody's trying to go for right now. Right now, let's win it right now. So yeah, because you know, yeah. it's a whole new day too. Because you got seventeen game schedule too, not sixteen anymore. That's seventeen true. games. So. Yeah, and the thing you got to realize is that to get Tyreek Hill, Miami gave up five draft picks. Which that's was, a lot. That's a lot. That's of draft similar picks. to a Herschel Walker trade. They got a number one, number two, two number threes. I mean, and another one. I mean, that's a lot for they got two a number threes. Yeah. What? Yeah, it's Man. been crazy. It's, I mean, they got five draft picks for them. Wow. And that's the thing. And um, either they're going to win now or they're going to be in a lot of trouble. And the thing is, is I guess because of the Rams and yep. their philosophy, teams yep. are not valuing the draft picks as much as they did in the past. And that's the thing you got to realize is that uh, we're in a new era where draft picks it because they want it now. But I mean, in some positions, you still have can get that impact player. Obviously, yeah. 
core, uh, receiver is one of them. Quarterbacks are a little bit more difficult. Uh, I think offense and defensive line is a little tougher even now. You have some yeah. rare ones like Micah Parsons, but that's right. far and few between. Well, when you look at the numbers, it's about 2,000 uh, players in the National Football League. And each year, you're only going to have about 100 to 125 guys that really make a team. That's so, true. And, and these guys got the – these guys are your impact guys. So it's not a whole – the numbers are really small. You know, it's not that a lot of numbers. True. Yeah. That is true. And it, but in the game, is slowly but surely changed. Um, yeah. I don't have a problem with Matt Ryan um, doing what he did and getting that situation because if they could have got Deshaun Watson – Obviously, Atlanta would have gotten Deshaun Watson, and that's the thing. You got to, and it's totally different because one thing that bothered me this week I saw was uh, the uh, player from Michigan. He was doing uh, workouts. Oh yeah, yeah, the linebacker, linebacker, mm-hmm. and he tore his Achilles. Right. And what bothered me is the guy went to get the ball. After he was there, grimacing and pain, and and that's what that and um, nobody even checked on him. They just let him lay there, wow. and that blocked me. Oh, here we go with Jason and these Vikings. They did what are you get talking about? What Smith. Talking about? Uh, Smith. He uh, went to uh, the Vikings, but okay. now they're going to give Darnell Hunter a big contract. But the Vikings are always going to struggle. You know why? Why? Kirk Cousins. <laughs> long as they Jason, long as they have Kirk Cousins. Hey, Kirk going to come out of that funk this year. Yeah, yeah. He I'm sure gonna predict, is. I'm going to predict this. What's the Vikings going to beat the Packers in their division. They have a better record. I will I will take you on that. <laughs> it's not going to happen. Because you're going to figure the Vikings still have Aaron Rodgers. But hey, I'm telling you, the Vikings, the Vikings got some players now. Yeah. They do, but I don't think I just don't think they're gonna be as good as uh they might be the second team. Well, I don't know. Detroit's gonna make a move. Detroit's got a lot of things going right. Now. Detroit, Detroit gonna be gonna be surprised. Yeah. They, and they yeah. played every game hard this past year, though. Yeah, they did. They did. And I think the Vikings do have good players. Yeah. And it's gonna be a different the the head coach seems like he's different from uh, Mike Zimmer, and oh, that yeah. might help some of those players. And it might yeah. help Kirk Cousins. Yeah. <laughs> he's a Vikings fan. Oh yeah. Good. I'm, I'm, hey, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and look at the Vikings a little bit, a little bit more in depth. <laughs> I like Justin Jefferson. That's that's. The- oh, now he's a good player. <laughs> He's a good player. I don't shoot. You're right about that, but yeah, you need more than one, and they got a good running back. Yeah, yeah, Cook. Yeah, so, yeah. Jarvis Cook. Yeah, Jarvis. Yeah, so they do have a good running back, but are they good enough defensively? Because they struggled in the secondary, which was um, they secondary is suspect. Yeah, which was Zimmer's expertise. Yeah, so that'll be interesting to see what happens there, but. Yeah. Um, that's a yeah, good they one. got uh, Peterson too. He's a free agent. Um, yeah, got your Peterson, but yeah. he's getting long in the tooth, though. Yeah, yeah, he, he's what 31, 32? Yeah, something in there, yeah. something around that. But he didn't. He was hurt, remember, last year. Yeah, and then he came back and he didn't play as well. 
So Minnesota is a team that we'll look at and see if they can win more than one or two games. <laughs> I'm going to predict Minnesota will beat Green Bay. Green Bay. That's what you said. That's what you said. When you're talking about that division, Chicago's got to get better. Chicago's I don't know if they're ready, though. They, yeah. I don't know if they're ready. We'll see. We'll see. Interesting stuff, but it's exciting to see what's going to happen this year, though. Yeah, because everybody's shooting. Everybody's stacking up. <laughs> I'm drinking this water. <laughs> it's just a water bottle. It's just a water bottle. <laughs> oh, man. Now, yeah. here's the thing. What? Let's talk a little bit about Cleveland. Okay. Cleveland gets Watson, as we all know, and they gave him the house. Now, I was reading, a, uh, this was an incredible out. Uh -huh. um, this was an incredible article by written by a guy named Matt Ingalls, who works for the Fort Worth okay. Star Telegram. And back in 20, I think he was drafted, what, 2017? Yeah. He said that Baker Mayfield will be a bust in Cleveland. Wow. He predicted and that? He, the reason he predicted it, he, because he said every quarterback that goes to Cleveland becomes a bust. And that's, that's what, what his, history. That's what history. That's shows. what history says. Yeah. He said it, it wasn't against Baker Mayfield; it was against the organization and how they develop quarterbacks. Now Baker Mayfield might go somewhere and be a tremendous quarterback because you got to remember Baker Mayfield's history. Yeah, he was a walk-on at Texas Tech and became the starter. Right. Then Patrick Mahomes he got hurt and Patrick Mahomes took his job. Yep. And then that's when he transferred and remember the big brouhaha and they didn't want him to transfer to Oklahoma. Right. And kind of tried to block it. So he's been through adversity. I'm not a Baker Mayfield guy, but I know that he's been through adversity. And now here's the problem you have. What's the he's problem? $18.8 million uh, cap hit. Uh, and that's his contract for next year. Cleveland screwed up. Because now they're telling everybody, hey, you want Baker Mayfield, we can, we'll talk. Well, first of all, they're not going to get a first-round pick for him. This was the number one pick in the draft. They're not going to get a first-round pick. They're not going to get a second. And the next next one is they're going to say, yeah, we'll take him. But you're going to have to pay some of his salary. And they're saying Cleveland is refusing to do that. So yeah. he has some problems with this. They created a monster. Yeah. He created what they did was dumb. I would foresee them cutting him. Yeah. That's yeah. what I think. But who's going to take him? Does Seattle take him? They just took Drew Locke. And they're saying Drew Locke. And then they're trying to um, uh, sign the um, former quarterback for the Jets. Um, uh, he, he got in trouble up there in Seattle. For driving while under the influence. Oh, uh, Geno Smith? Yes, Geno Smith. Yes, Smith. But they're trying to re-sign him. So make a fit. Mayfield doesn't there. Well, when I spoke said, to Tyler Lockett two weeks ago, he said Geno Smith uh, fit the, fit their structure of where they want to go, where they want to move the offense. That, oh, okay. that, that's what Tyler Lockett said. Yeah. And, and then I asked have... him personally, I said, um, do you think Geno Smith is ready? He said, yeah, 
They they think that he's ready for what they seen in practice and what he did last year when he came in. Yeah, he did play uh, decent, yeah. but yeah. But then they don't want him. Carolina doesn't want him. Where does he go? Ain't too many teams out here need quarterbacks anymore. Yeah, but he who's gonna pay him 18.8 million to just sit there? He's gonna be a backup. You don't pay a backup. That's why I said they're gonna cut him. Backup quarterback make 1.2, 1 point to 1.3. I mean Hmm. 2.5 or something like that. Yeah, so that's the thing. He's not well a guy like uh, we had a guy in the AAF called Garrett Gilbert. He just signed with the Raiders or Chase uh, Daniels. Chase, Chase Daniels, Daniels yeah. too. He was yeah. in the league when I was in the league. <laughs> Chase been Chase been around. Chase been around, and he ain't never started. <laughs> I saw Chase at the players' rep two weeks ago in uh, Scottsdale. Uh-huh. And he he got like three kids. He just chilling. Got his beard. <laughs> you know, he just chilling. Yeah, he never <laughs> had the pressure of being a starting quarterback. You know. Yep. Kirk Cousin, Jason, don't have the pressure of being a starting quarterback because he's a starting quarterback, but he really is not. <laughs> yeah. But uh, uh, but Chase Daniels is one of those guys that's just hung on. He's He goes to team to team. Like you said, he got three kids and everything. He's been in the league for, I think they said, about 12 years. Yeah. And never yeah. started. That's incredible. Yeah. That's incredible. Now, here's one, uh, the Rams. The Rams. OBJ. Yeah. What does he fit in? Because they just got um, – who did they get? They, they got Robinson. Got, then what did yeah, they, they got Allen Robinson. Yeah. So, they still uh, – Snead said today he wants OBJ back. But then Cleveland is getting rid of – this is interesting – Baker Mayfield, and they said they want to talk to him about possibly coming back. So, it, like you said. <laughs> it's all. <laughs> wow. Baker made a lot of money in those commercials. Yeah. The internet is undefeated. Sleep, sleep it, sleeping in the stadium. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he got in a bitch. <laughs> but I guess – uh, like you said, and you did admit that I have to admit this. You said OBJ wasn't the problem, and it's obvious that Mayfield was the problem. Yeah, and they're trying to talk him maybe to come back in. They're trying to resign Jarvis Landry. They're trying to resign Javion Clowney, and they're trying to put them back into their system. So Mayfield must have been the problem. Well, and now. It had to be. It had to be the problem, you know, um, inside the locker room. You could tell. You could tell that, that they weren't connected. It, no, it wasn't. What was something was missing, and uh, you know, you could just see them. Uh, even when they went into the third and fourth quarter, it seemed like they just all the air got left out out of the team. Yeah, but this is interesting. What I find interesting is then there's no one defending Mayfield from the Cleveland. None of the players. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it was interesting. I, I don't remember the running back. I think it was Duke Williams. When he um, wanted to get out of Cleveland, Mayfield said, you either on the train or jump off. Wow. <laughs> and, when, and when Mayfield went through all this, he said, I guess you jumping off the train. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, hey, you're, you're only good as your last play. You got to be, right. be careful what you say. 
That's you really do. You really yeah. do. And you gotta just like you said, there had to be some issues in the locker room. Yeah. With, yeah. And the players must have been because nobody came to defend him. Not yeah. one player said anything positive about him. And that's kind of interesting. I heard one player uh redid his contract behind closed doors. Uh a friend of mine told me today. So they, Oh really? They, yeah, they trying they trying to get they trying to they Cleveland trying to do some things right. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. But here's the thing is is that regardless if I was a quarterback, I don't want to go to Cleveland. <laughs> you're going to be in the league very long. or you going to be something in the water. Something. I, I think it's something in the, how they run that organization. It but must. you know what? We have the best football camps with the kids up there. I mean, oh, yeah. I, I like going up there every year, man. Those kids, they play. They they some diehard kids. Yeah, in Ohio, you know? no question. But, but for us, the, the Cleveland Browns, it just some they snake bit or something. I don't know what's going on with that. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> it's home go. with Baker Mayfield. Yeah, well, that ain't his home. He got to find another place to live. Oh, they gave him eviction notice. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they changed the code. The code is, hey, the code don't work. <laughs> it used to be zero zero zero. Now it's uh, nope. I can it's, it's not even letting me up. Open the door. <laughs> Right. Yeah. That's crazy. You know his wife said, Baker, we can't get in the house. <laughs> so so let me ask you this, Jim. Yeah. Where do you think he's gonna go? Where where would be a good fit for Baker? I have no idea. I have no idea. He I don't think he's going to Carolina. What about the Houston? People. What about the Houston Texans? No, because they're uh, banking on Davis Mills. They didn't okay. want him because they could have got him in the trade. And they didn't want him. And then Seattle says, just like you said, they like uh, Drew Locke and Geno Smith. Yeah. So I don't know where he'll end up. But like I said, I think they're going to have to release him because they screwed themselves. You know what would have been a good fit for him? The where? Commandos, the Commodores, the Commodores. Because <laughs> <laughs> no, he's a brick house? He's a brick house. <laughs> he's a brick house. No, but – I don't know where to be really good for him. Do you think New Orleans would have been a good? I know they re-signed Jameis Winston. Yeah. The Panthers, they, they might have been a good fit. Yeah, but they spent a lot of money on Sam Darnold. Yeah. So yeah. They, yeah. It's, it's just – it's, it's like I say, everybody almost got they, – they roster set. Yeah, yeah. And he's got two young quarterbacks – or three. Sam Corral. Yep. Malik Willis, who I think is going to be pretty good. Yep. And Pittsburgh is the right after him. Right. And then um, Pickett. Pickett, right? Pickett. So yeah. so Monday was Pickett Day. Yesterday, Malik Day. Yeah. And today was Matt Day. Terrible. Yeah, and, it was and, terrible. And, 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 and they all look good. They, yeah. all, they, all, they all look really good. Pro yeah. Day. And Megafield is not going to Dallas. Uh, they got too much money tied up in, um, in that. Uh, that. Yeah. Yeah, so. I'm trying to think where he can go. I don't know. Maybe he can go to the USFL. XFL. He's going oh, to the XFL. Oh, the USFL. Yeah. I thought the USFL was going to start, yeah. too. Yeah. yeah, they are. They're starting this year, but he's shoot, he going to make money because I think that $18.8 million is guaranteed. Guaranteed, yeah. It's guaranteed. Yeah. Yeah. It's guaranteed. 
So I think he'll be fine there. But most starting quarterbacks in the National Football League are in the 30s and uh, 30 million. Uh, yeah. Yeah, but like you said, backups are not going to be making $18 million. I don't know. Yeah. What that means. yeah. But that'd be interesting. And they're going to, I mean, you're going to have to do a lot of things with this. And he won't be able to uh, practice, I think, until later in training camp because of his shoulder, that non throwing shoulder. Yep. He had yep. surgery. So you got to think about that, too. I mean, you're going out there on a limb. Man, it's, it's, it, it at this day and time, all all the rosters, the fourth quarterbacks get getting set. Yep, you are. You're right, and they are. They definitely are. Yeah. And Baker won't be working at Home Depot. He might own a Home Depot with eighteen point eight million dollars. Yeah, he can chill. Yeah. But you know what? It' gonna be some players get hurt. That's always happens. It gonna be some players get hurt. So, you never know. That I ain't gonna true. rule Baker out. Baker, Baker can come back for with a cape on him and have some revenge. That's true. And like I said, he's done it before. Yeah. Because when he left Tech and he went to Oklahoma, he did reinvent himself. So he's gonna have to. But it's gonna be difficult because everybody has this impression of him, and he's gonna have to change that. But to that point, Ryan Tannehill, he was awful at Miami. He came to Tennessee before the last game of the year and um, the game with Chandler Jones sacked him like six times. He yep. was pretty good. So he might, if he goes to the right team and, you know, uh, he might have a chance. Yeah. And maybe it is. Maybe it, speaking of that, maybe it's somewhere like Buffalo because Cleveland's not that far from Buffalo. No. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about the New York football giants. Clean house. They clean house. They 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 trying to they trying to reload. They are. They they, they are. take the same approach that Bill Parcells took in nineteen eighty three when he first got there. He cleaned house. Even the guys that was on in the reserve, he sent them home. He mm -hmm. just said, "Hey, we we just want nothing but positivity. We finna change the whole outlook of our our team, and that's what they're doing." Seem like. Yeah, they got Ryan Logan gone. Mm -hmm. Lorenzo Carter, gone. Wow. Nate Soldier, gone. Yep. Elijah Penny, gone. The, Devontae Booker, gone. Yep. Everett Ingram, which I know certain a certain person couldn't stand Ingram. Oh, gone. yeah. Kyle Rudolph, gone. Caden Smith, gone. Austin Johnson, gone. <coughs> That's a lot of guys. Yeah. But the uh, Giants, are what, got two first-round picks, right? Yep. They, they got the fifth pick and the seventh pick. Yeah. And they're going to be some superstars. They're going to be an offensive lineman, mm -hmm. and they're going to be a linebacker. That's what you I think. think. So? That's what I think. Yeah. Um, there was a – somebody signed for him today that um, they picked up uh, Gerard uh, – Jihad Ward – and um, they picked up a uh, defensive tackle, Justin Ellis, who oh, played Ellis. for uh, Martindale in Baltimore. Okay. He played for him, but they picked up a defensive end. They picked up a running back, and they picked up Ricky Seals Jones is an AM kid. He's pretty good. 
he, he got some wheels. He can he can catch that ball. I think he's an East Texas kid, isn't he? Yeah, he, yeah, he's from East Texas. That he got that same them pine trees and that that good drinking water over there in East Texas. Yeah, yeah. So we won't have to worry about him in Dallas. We won't have to worry about him. Well, the the players that they picked up are all kind of. I think they improved. They improved the team overall just by the the players that they signed. The four guys that you just named. Mm -hmm. The thing that you always worry about in New York, and you've been there. I grew up there. Is the media? The media oh, destroys it. You have to be a different kind of coach to coach in New York in any yeah. sport. And the first uh, prime example is Thibodeau from the New York Knicks. Mm -hmm. He gets them into playoffs. They play good. This year they're awful. And they, they look like two different teams. Yeah, I know. And that's the thing is in New York, it's a different. I mean, you I mean, got to be. You got to have some tough. You got to have some tough skin, and you got to know. You got to know the lay of the land. Well, the one thing that Parcells had the advantage on a lot of he wasn't afraid to say stuff to him. Yeah, I he, mean, he had that hackersack, that New Jersey. Yeah. He had, yeah. a, you know, that New Jersey. He he knew how to. He he grew up in that environment. Yeah, so you better be ready for it. And when you do grow up there, you know that's the way you do survive. Yeah, because if they find weakness in you, that's what they're going to attack. And Man, that's the way it is. Yeah, if you ain't got no tough skins, tough tough skins yeah. in New York, Ooh, man, you yeah. might well put your hat on and go home. Yeah. Now, all the all the soft people live in Connecticut. Yeah. And we we let them come to New Jersey every <laughs> once in a while, and that's a greater thing. Is it was funny. <laughs> you say soft people live in Connecticut? Yeah, they shoot. They see when you're in New Jersey. You drink your coffee. You take the mug and drink it like that. When uh, you're in Connecticut, you, you put it. a pinky out <laughs> and, sip drink, and sip it. Sip, sip, sip. And, and, and you had that, and you had that finger up there like that. <laughs> Say please, just yeah. second to sip this. <laughs> Connecticut, Connecticut. Hey, this part the. Perfect thing about New York and New Jersey growing up there, I'll tell you, the guy from St. Peter's who's doing a heck of a job, he was a Seton Hall player. Uh -huh. And he said, they asked him, was uh, they afraid of any of the teams they face? Because they uh -huh. beat some teams, St. Peter's. And he said, hey, all my kids are from New York and New Jersey. You think we're afraid of anything? <laughs> That's funny. He didn't say Connecticut. He said New York, New Jersey. New York, New Jersey. That's that's N Y N J N Y N J. <laughs> Man, I know I got I know I got a, a a whole bucket of tough skin when I went up there. I know that. Oh man, it's different now. It is a different world. Oh yeah. I told you when I was a kid, uh, my um. Grandparents lived up in the projects in Elizabeth. Wow. Oh, and, oh man. Yeah. And we used to go up there and spend half the summer. Right. And I mean, it was, you walk down the street, it was a war. Oh, yeah. I mean, you had to fight to just go to the grocery store. You, and they is. didn't have grocery, what we call, they call them bodegos. Yeah. And stuff like that. So I remember when I first got up there, shit, I, I lived in Passaic. Hell, I didn't, I I just, I just tried to find somewhere to stay. <laughs> and, yeah, you 
You better have your track shoes on over there at some of the places. That's right. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. But um, I think uh, the ball is making the right moves. Now, it's, it's going to be really prevalent. Oh, he said, don't let me get <laughs> the UConn women. Yeah, because I got to give him credit on that because uh, uh, UCF, who they played a couple days ago, tried to bully him. And they weren't having it. They were not having no, it. They got, yeah, they got, they got tradition there. You think yeah. the Yukon girl? Oh yeah. Basketball. Yeah. The real deal. Now the team that was impressive, winning was Stanford. Yes, yeah, Stanford. Yeah. Stanford and then Southern. Russell and Russell Wilson's sister. Playing yeah, yeah, she's a starting guard there. Yeah. And South Carolina has got some real players. I mean, I mean that's just. Some real basketball player. Yeah. But um, back to uh, football, um, Dallas. Let's get a little bit of Dallas news. What are you, what are you talking about, Dak? They, they talking about Dak was, was a shining yeah. star this week, talking about his his uh, C.D. Lamb. Yeah, he said C.D. Lamb is ready to be a number one quarterback. They um, re-signed J. Ron Curse, but he was playing outside linebacker. They're going to make him back to a um, safety. Uh, they signed Calvin Watkins, and they're going to utilize him. He was an inside guy. I well, still – I don't believe that CeeDee Lamb until – and you may – I disagree with you. CeeDee Lamb was the number one receiver last year. He was the, yeah. number, one, he was the number one receiver his rookie year. So he, yeah. He was the but most productive receiver on the team. But here's his thing that bothers me. He's 6'2". He weighs 198 pounds, but he looks skinny at 198 pounds. He's a four or five guy, so he's probably not going to separate from you. What yeah. Dallas, I think, is going to have issues with. I I like James Washington. I thought that was a good pickup from Pittsburgh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Turner is okay, and when you get Gallup healthy, you got a couple of receivers. Yeah, but they're going to have to find a receiver who can stretch the field. <laughs> I think they were uh, they were looking at that receiver um, from Arkansas, Burks. Yeah, I think, yeah. I think they 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 got their eyes on on the wide receiver um, in this draft choice. Yeah, early draft choice. They definitely gonna have to go wide receiver. Oh, here we got a casual fan came in. Who was that? Asked us about uh, uh, and thoughts on the Bears free agency. Maybe Tyron, Eric Fisher, Stephen Gilmore. Maybe a wild card. Hmm. First of all, on the Bears, I think the Bears, I think the Bears are going to be better. But I think uh, the Green Bay is still. You said Minnesota. I think Green Bay is still the class of the. The Bears. The Bears got a little ways to go. I think the Bears can be better. I really do. <coughs> I think they're going to be a more competitive. But Detroit will be better. Obviously, we know what Green Bay brings, and Minnesota will be better. Yeah. Uh, free agency is different these days. Free agency is um, you don't get fall in love with a, a player anymore because he might not be there very long. Yep. And he, he better be, even if he's at the top of his game, <laughs> which we found out with Tyreek Hill. Eric Fisher, how much more does he have left in his tank? That's the question you have. Yeah. Have to ask. And Gilmore, how healthy can he be? How healthy can he be? <clears throat> Um, 
you got to be careful on how you spend in free agency and how they fit into your team scheme. Because yeah. if you're going to pay a guy you know, $20, $25 million, he better make you take you to the next level. Well, you definitely got to have playoff, you know, get, get to the playoffs, and it got to be a value for your money. Yeah, no question. No question. And that's the thing. Now, every one of every free agency is different. Like uh, when you look at what happened with Tyreek Hill, he wanted to be the, the highest paid receiver in the league. And he accomplished that. But is he, um, he, is he going to be up there with Devontae? I think he's past Devontae. Oh, yeah. I think he's past him. And then he's got another complimentary receiver in Waddle. And that's yeah. going to help them. That's going to help Waddle, and that can help obviously Tyreek. So that was a good pick and uh, pick up in free agency. And that's what you got to do. You know, Cedric Wilson ain't bad either. No, 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 no. I'm not saying. No, I'm the just saying they, they gonna have a, a three good wide receivers. Yeah, and it's how when you go into free agency, you're looking how do they value? How do they make you better? Are they going to get you to another level? Some people in free agency, like Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay didn't really go out and get anybody. They got to make sure that um, they can keep their core together. Rodgers will have people to throw to. Don't worry about that. Aaron Rodgers will have people because they do a but good they, job of developing receivers. I think they're going to be a peg down, though, for their receivers. You think so? I there do. was um, – what's the one, the receiver – they got a couple of good receivers, and then they brought back the tight end, Tonga. So those yeah. things. So, yeah, Gilmore will help somebody if he's healthy, if he's 100%. He is definitely... Gilmore in Chicago with the Barrels? No, I think Gilmore is in um, Carolina, isn't he? Okay. I think. I could be wrong. So that's the thing. But back to um, – well, the Bears, I think. Yeah, with the Bears. Yeah. Oh, he is with the Bears. Okay. Yeah. So, so back so, to the Cowboys. So, huh? so the Cowboys, are you thinking that they they going to win the NFC East? The NFC East is interesting. I think yeah. the best team right now in the NFC East, and I hate to say it, is the Eagles because they got the most upside. But is they have where we had a mental block for quite a while against Philadelphia. It seems that Philadelphia has a mental block against the Cowboys, and that plays so well. I think he's only lost one game against the one NFC. game, one game. So I it's think the they do have a chance to win it. Yeah, I think Wentz will play better, but I don't think he's the answer because it's just like we said, the locker room. And mm-hmm. the Philly, just like uh, they're saying, it, the Philly has three first-round draft picks. And, and I think that that, that I think all the draft picks that they pick gonna probably help them. They're gonna be impact yeah. players. They're yeah. definitely gonna be yeah. impact players. Yeah, and that's why they're not spending a lot on um, free agency. Free agency, yeah. And um, Hassan yeah. um, Hassel, uh, it's not Hasselback. I think it's Ridgeway. Hassan, the t- defensive end. I think he's gonna help them. Yeah. So they made it smart. They didn't go out and splurge because they knew they had those draft picks. Well, Cox and Cox a free agent too, right? 
No, they they cut him and then brought him back on a one year deal. Okay, Fletcher Cox. So yeah, so I think that they're right now, but Dallas, we'll see what they do in the draft because it seems like with the event and when they're because of seven on seven, these receivers are coming in. Ready. They're coming in ready. They're coming I mean, in ready. That's it. It's a different it, kind of receiver. The there. only thing, the only thing that I'm concerned about these uh these young receivers is the longevity of the season, you know, 17 yes. games, 18 weeks versus yes. 10 to 12 weeks in college. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's true. Yeah. But they they understand more than probably in the past because of um the um because that that's what they do all summer is play seven on seven. Yeah, yeah. This year round, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's the thing. And and we'll see if C.D. Lamb can be a number one receiver, and he was. I think C.D. Lamb, well, I think what's important is this offseason time frame. Mm -hmm. You know, what he he can do between now and uh, August, you know. Yeah. I think that's going to be a key. Yeah, you're right. And – I don't know if the Cowboys will play uh, pay Bobby Rag- Wagner. Wagner's in uh, visiting with the Rams tomorrow, so okay. he is from the uh, Inland Empire. He's from Inland Empire in uh, California, just north of L.A. or not in north of L.A., but uh, east of L.A. So he might want to go home. A lot of times, when you're an uh, older player, you like to play at home sometimes. So, so Bobby is thirty-two, right? Yeah. So he's ten years in the league, and I think you know he. I think he gonna he can bring you another three good. I years. agree. I agree. Yeah. And I mean, he's a he was a tremendous. There's nothing against him, but I just don't think the Cowboys. They just signed uh, Vandas back, and uh, I don't think they're gonna go out there. I think they're looking at the draft and try to get younger in certain positions. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about March Madness. March Madness. You know, Let's I, talk you know, a little I, bit I about that. I know years. all you guys are in there. Huh? I made the mistake. I made the uh, critical mistake. You don't never want to listen, Jim. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> I have to be honest. I am I, one of my brackets. I picked Arkansas. Okay. Another bracket to win it was Kentucky. And that bracket's not that, that bracket been dead. Yeah, it's been dead. <laughs> Arkansas, so I picked him. This was Arkansas last week. So they, they can go fishing. You know, we're going <laughs> fishing this week. They Arkansas going fishing this week. <laughs> yeah. And I picked them. I picked Houston. I picked um who else did I pick? Uh, I picked North Carolina. Mm-hmm. I like North Carolina. North Carolina look good. And then so, in the, so, so Michigan go down there and they're gonna play Villanova. They I think they'd be in San Antonio. Yeah. Um Michigan, the Big Ten hasn't looked good in this. Uh, I think what's shocking is how good the Big 12s looked. Big 12 surprised some people. Yeah, surprisingly good. Kansas has been playing well. They played a dominant game. Yeah. Well, so I was surprised on that. Kansas, but, Kansas, Kansas uh looking good. They looking yeah. promising. Yeah, they are looking promising. Um, and I had them in my final four. So um, I didn't have Gonzaga in there. I didn't have Gonzaga. I did. I, I know, watched Matt, Gonzaga. Matt, Matt, Matt think they're going to win it all. Yeah. 
But yeah. uh, my team, my team is Purdue. I, that's Purdue and Houston are the two teams that I like. Yeah, casual fans. Sister goes to Kentucky. They they struggled on the men's side and the women's side. Yeah. Kentucky had a rough, rough thing. Yeah. But on both sides, I thought the Kentucky women, after win, they winning the SEC championship against, I thought they may be a, a sleeper. I didn't pick them. I picked on the women's side. I picked South Carolina. Yeah. Stanford. Uh, UConn, because UConn is always in there. And um, i tell you who else was uh, looking good was Michigan on the women's side. On the women's side? Yeah, yeah. they look really good in Michigan. Yeah. But, um, South Carolina is going to be tough, you know. Yeah, yeah, but somebody was talking about that on, on this, and I'm starting to realize that a lot of these people, that's all they do, is they're talking about how much can they score. Or South Carolina struggles scoring a lot of points. They play great defense. Yeah. A great scoring team, and the yeah. same thing happens on the men's side. I mean, if you can't uh, score at a certain uh, amount, you're going to struggle when the tight games because you don't so, have a true score. So, so, do you think uh, defense uh, is is it uh, plays a, as much uh, in the in the basketball series versus the Football series, do you think defense is the key factor? In uh, basketball, I think, and here's the thing, I got two theories on what's going on and why teams get upset, is in basketball, uh, the, the Villanovas, the St. Peters, the reason they survive is because they have players that are not going one and done. And they learn to play defense, they learn to play the game because they're going to be there three or four years. As yeah. opposed to uh, some of the bigger schools, yeah. once they, I mean, they're only going to be there one year. Yeah, and the same thing is happening in football with the transfer portal. Yeah, transfer portal. Yeah, a lot of the bigger teams are not going to be there, but you know, you're still going to have teams like call, um, Alabama because they're going to have more talent than anybody else, and they do. And the the thing that Alabama's been known for, and they got beat by a better defense, as we see in the combine. In yeah. Georgia, their defense yeah, is unbelievable. Right. And that's the thing. And the big thing, when it gets down to going into the championship games or going into the college playoff, those teams have an advantage because they can play defense. They can beat you up physically. Yeah. yeah. So I think whatever sport it is, uh, right now, Duke is playing good defense, and they're big. Physical, yeah. Physical. And they're big and physical. And I think when it comes down to it, teams that can do that, have an advantage, especially as, like you said, the season progresses. Yeah. And the difference between um, the um, tournament game, not tournament, but the um, division games or uh, like the SEC and ACC tournament mm -hmm. is they don't play every day in the NCAA tournament, March Madness. But right. in most tournaments, they play every day, and it wears some of those physical teams down. Right. Now, now – yeah. But when they go into the March Madness, they get a little time to recover, and they're only going to play two games a week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the difference. That's, yeah, that's, that's a, good insight. That's really good yeah, insight. It's a, it's a big difference. I love to watch it. I love to watch the women's and the men's. I I, I really enjoy watching it. Yeah, 
this 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 where they make their money. Yeah, yeah, and even in the NBA now, as the season, there's only uh, ten games left in the NBA. Yeah, April the seventeenth. Yeah, I think they start the playoffs. Yeah, and uh, now you're seeing teams make that final push. Like for example, the Dallas Mavericks. They're um, only two games ahead of um, the Minnesota Timberwolves. Yeah, they've been playing good. The last play, yeah, playing. Um, but Luca Donick is not going to play on um, uh, Thursday against. The, or I, it might be yes yeah, Thursday against the Houston Rockets because of knee soreness. LeBron, he's not going to play because of knee soreness. Yeah, that's the thing. Is just like you said, the season wears on these guys. Yeah, and that's why guys, the young guys, like he's playing tonight is John ja Moran. John ja Moran is the real deal. He's playing against the Nets. I don't know what the score is. Yeah, I mean he's got those young legs. Yeah, he's, he gonna be he he gonna be the next superstar for sure. I I agree. I yeah. agree. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah, but there's a lot of guys playing well. The Phoenix Suns have already clinched the division, basically. They they've been winning some games. And then the Golden State Warriors were playing well, but now they had a couple of injuries. And, you know, there's not that much difference between the fifth team and the second team. There's a difference, obviously, on that side. And on the other side, you know, you got the Celtics are starting to uh, move along. They're playing really well. Yeah. They've been playing good good basketball. The uh, 76ers, the Bucks, the Heat, the Bulls. Uh, Right now, I would say that the East is better than the West. And yeah, right now, but we'll see. We'll you see. You know the the surprise team been the been the Chicago Bulls. Yeah, and the, and the Cavs. Yeah, the Cavs. I would agree. Yeah, because yeah. the Cavs are what ten games over, um, uh, ten games over uh, fifty percent uh, fifty. Yeah. So yeah. they're doing it. So they're doing it. And um, well, they had two guys to make the All Star team, which yeah. of course they Cleveland hosted the hosted the game. Yeah. But you know that that that's a little bit of popularity type stuff too. But but they they've been the surprise team. Yeah, yeah. In the east. Yeah, yeah this been it. But uh, people don't realize this is the Memphis Grizzlies are the second ranked team in the West. They are behind them, so they're going to be a they behind a the Suns, and they yeah. yeah they they've been playing good basketball. They are, and they're a young team too. Like when Man, you talk they, about you, they're excited to watch. That's what yeah. Yeah, exciting to watch. Before I came on the show, I was watching a little um, inside or access to them, and they okay. were talking about all the things they do. They they compete in free throws, they compete in shots, and everything. And then they get a belt. Remember the championship belt, and whoever wins, it gets to wear the belt. And little they kind of like the WWF belt. Yeah, yeah, we used to have that. Yeah, and stuff. Um, when I was coaching, I utilized that. Hey, I met a player the other day that told me he knew you. He you coached him. Who's that? His name was Philip. Um, Philip. Philip Hunt. P. Hunt. Philip Hunt. P. He Hunt was the all-time world. leading pass from soccer at the University of Houston. He was number one when I left when he graduated. He was number one in the NCAA in quarterback sacks. Yeah, I, I, he, he's he from Fort high. Worth. He talked very highly of you. I told yeah. I told him that. Your head is shining even more. And I thought I was gonna tell you you said hello. No, nah, he was uh he was a Dunbar kid. 
Yeah, yeah. From Dunbar. He was a great, great, great guy, man. Had really good. I mean, really good. He played um, for the Eagles in the NFL, and then he played up in Edmonton for – he made a really good career in Canadian football. He played about three or four years in the NFL. Yeah. Good kid. Good kid. I like P. Hunt. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I told told him I was going to let you know that he said hello. Yeah. And the guys like that, you just let them rush. I had the him was the all time leader uh, in the NFL. I mean, not in the NFL, but NCAA football. Okay, and then the, um, at the University of Houston, and uh, the guy I had at San Jose State was uh, he was the all time for the um, whack. Okay, was, yeah. So you like you got to have those pass rushers. You know? Oh yeah, oh yeah. He uh, he works with kids now. He has. Oh, yeah, he works with him down in Houston. Yeah, he told me living in Houston. He said he's gonna be coming up here a lot, and he said he want to come to our next meeting. So I told him that you was at you was at our meeting last week. Yeah, I'll be there because we got yeah. yeah 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 we do we do have a lot of kids we know and follow, and I enjoyed that. I enjoyed uh, those kids. Yeah, and I, and I like to see them when they you know they have their own families. Right. Children. Well, you know what? What was good about Pete Hunt was he was a gentleman. You know, he's soft-spoken, really, is. and 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 he he spoke very highly of you, Jim. And you know, the seed that you planted and the thing yep. that you, you taught him, you know, it's life. It's life lived. You know, he you yep. know, always have those things. Oh yeah, it's life lessons. Yeah, he was. Um, he's originally from Eastern Hills in Fort Worth. Yeah, he told me he's from Fort Worth. Yeah, but he went to Dunbar. <laughs> okay. If he was two inches taller, he'd still be in the NFL. Yeah, because I said, damn, boy, you you way shorter than me. I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm but six. he's a great kid. Yeah, he's, six, great, he's about uh, six he's, foot, ain't he? He's about six. Yeah, great yeah. pass rusher, but great person. And yeah, he Matt does, don't know I'm not, six foot, man. Matt, Matt don't know I'm six foot, man. I'm a giant. Uh, Matt getting hard tonight. We done hey, got hey, I'm going to send him that picture of me and you in two times. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 You weren't taller than us, but you were close. Uh, hey, I was almost the second tallest on the picture now. Oh, you're crazy. I'm 6'5". <laughs> <laughs> you might have had a pair of sneakers on. Somebody say, somebody say your chair is 6 feet 4. <laughs> <laughs> That means scratch. Hey, it got me scratching my head, Jim. Oh, got me scratching my head. Oh man. <laughs> oh man. I talked to Jay too, man. We talking about going fishing. Oh yeah, we're going fishing this week. Yeah. Yeah. We're going fishing. We're going crappie fishing. Crappie. Yeah. There you go. I'm gonna see what kind of skills I have. Oh, I got I got skills now. I <laughs> shoot. I'm bringing my daughter. She's on spring break. Oh, that'd be good. And we'll have fun with that. She can fish too. And she talk junk. Oh man. Oh my God. She she talked junk about fishing. That's good. Yeah. So we're gonna have to hear her. Uh oh. It's the victory formation. Uh, the waddle, Miami. Yeah. yeah. T Hill. Yeah. He's gonna get the waddle a little bit more because they're gonna have to worry about T Hill. What I love about going into the 20, 2022 season, the yeah. teams are shaping up, yes, making they are. all kind of moves. You know, there you it, go. It was hey, it was great having all. these uh, insights of um, 
Various fans come on. Hey, come and join us. We love you. Yeah, it's gonna be hard Have to predict these teams this year. Yeah. Go Giants. You remember used to rocking that, that Cadillac? You guys are crazy as hell, I'll tell you. Oh, boy. Yeah.